Hello to all of our listeners at the Full 180 Podcast. It is still a gloomy, rainy day here at home, but once again, I think that's just the perfect time to bring you the next episode of Full 180. Hi, I am Jayco, a sophomore student at the University of the Philippines, Diliman. And in this podcast, we tackle concepts of instructional communication and relate them to everyday life experiences. This episode's topic is one that's very chill and very relatable. It's about humor in classrooms, specifically the instructor's use of humor. When I was in grade school, I really liked teachers who interjected jokes to class discussions. I recall one of my favorite teachers who taught Christian living, which is a subject in the Philippines that centers on Christian education. So in a way it was something that combined the conservativeness of Filipino society with some light banter. I really liked it when he used pop culture references like Avatar the Last Airbender or Dragon Ball Z and that was really something that made his class discussions better because it you know it forced some of us to listen because we liked these concepts that he was relating and i think it's those healthy types of humor that really add a lot to the learning experience it makes complicated topics more palatable for the kids and it's also an opportunity for teachers to come up with unconventional activities that facilitate learning just by appealing to these types of humor Unfortunately, it wasn't really all that positive because I also had experiences with teachers who employ the use of inappropriate humor. I think it's a combination of being out of touch and just, you know, ingrained insensitivity, homophobia, sexism, and other forms of backward mentality that seems to affect society up to now. And academically, I can relate this to a study by Melissa Wanzer, which investigated the appropriate and inappropriate use of humor by teachers. Wanzer notes that humor is a type of immediacy behavior, which facilitates a relationship between the teacher and student. For appropriate humor, she classified these remarks as self-disparaging, unintentional, and related to course material. or unrelated to course material. The study notes that 47% of student-generated examples of appropriate humor involved the teacher linking these remarks back to their course material. And I think as a student, I personally did witness more teachers relating the jokes back to the course material as well. I've seen this back in grade school and I've seen it up to now in college. It's a good way to make the course material digestible to the student in such a way that isn't boring and in such a way that builds rapport with them. Unrelated humor, on the other hand, can go either way. Sometimes it's seen as appropriate and sometimes it's seen as inappropriate. Among those included in the inappropriate category is teasing. And I think this is something that we see a lot in Filipino schools. Even Up to senior high, I've experienced teachers belittling my classmates' appearances or performance in class. It really isn't a good way to establish rapport because it just comes across as rude and insensitive. 
there is absolutely no excuse that justifies one's bullying of appearance. 42% of the respondents in Wanzer's study agree that targeting students is very inappropriate. And besides attacks on appearances and intelligence, there are also attacks on a person's political views. And I think this is something I also witnessed in high school. Because I came from a school where a lot of the teachers were quite conservative. And I really did like a large portion of them, but I also had kind of internal disagreements with some. Because I felt that if I was to voice out my political views, for example, I would get bullied in class as well. So I only really got to express my political views when I switched or when I transferred schools. And I guess it says a lot about the openness of some teachers. And I think it's important that there is establish a relationship with their students that is grounded in openness and that they themselves learn from their students as well. After all, that's the true nature of a transactional relationship. You learn from your instructor and the instructor learns from the student as well. Obviously, I'm still a student myself, so I don't really have a first-hand experience of teaching beyond stuff like tutoring or um, mentoring freshmen, for example. But I think when using humor, we really shouldn't resort to attacks, whether it's on appearance or um, intelligence and political views as well. I see differing political views as a platform for discourse. You can incite critical thinking in the classroom while also trying to foster a sense of openness and avoiding hostility. Just my two cents, I guess. I feel like there's really just a lot of hostility in the world already and if we want to get to a place where students or young kids think critically and progressively and make use of the lessons that they learn in school, then from a young age, we really should foster appropriate humor. We don't want to raise them into a culture of sexism, machismo, or homophobia. Because it's, it's 2021 already, and I feel like as a whole, we should grow beyond raising children to just become the same backward-thinking people when they grow up. There really is a type of appropriate humor in the sense that you educate them by interjecting pop culture references, memes, or appropriate self-deprecating humor. And, and it's better to practice this type of humor in class than the offensive ones. The bottom line is I really just don't think there's any reason to justify making fun of others at the expense of looking cool whether you're a teacher or a student. And I guess that's it. You know, this was a pretty conversational, not-so-academic type of episode, which I really enjoyed, and I hope you guys did as well. If you have any um, experiences with humor in class, you may use the hashtag Full180Speech on social media to tell us your thoughts. Once again, I'd like to thank my professor, Ms. Gray and Keith Pasquale, for her modules, which provide the basic framework for these podcasts. For the next episode, we will be tackling more concepts of instructional communication. 
This has been Jayco until the next full 180.